Kate's Industry Spotlight. Join me where I put the industry's top movers and shakers under the spotlight and ask the questions you always wanted to ask. It is my pleasure to introduce Ollie Sherlock from Good Lord today, who are on my uh, industry spotlight. So we are honoured to have Ollie from sunny Lincolnshire uh, today, from Spare Room, which I think we're all used to seeing now, the interior of people's houses, obviously over the last few months. So welcome, welcome to Agent Rainmaker. Thanks very much, Kate. Pleasure. Really, really honoured to have you here. Um, so, good Lord, we are very, very excited to say have been uh, one of our newest uh, annual sponsors for the year at Agent Rainmaker, which is fantastic. Um, and uh, just thought it would be really nice to introduce you guys today to obviously all of our members, uh, all of the Rainmakers across uh, the UK and Ireland now and Scotland and all of that kind of thing. And just really kind of find out a little bit more about who, re who the real good Lord are. Um, how long have you been with the company for, Ollie? So I've been with the company now for four years, actually, nearly to the day. It was my wow. four-year anniversary on the 1st of September. So, um, yeah, for four years. And the business has been operational um, for about six years, um, finding market fit about five years ago. So six years old in total, but re really, in terms of market space, probably live in front of agents for the last five years. And your position in Good Lord in the company, who who are you? Who are you? <laughs> so my official title is head of insurance. Um, and that means that I manage the um, the insurance proposition that we put forward to letting agents and customers in its entirety. Uh, and I have a great team that work alongside me um, to push that out to market and make sure that ultimately it's working the right way and we're meeting our customers' needs. Fantastic. And what got you into insurance? It sounds like a very, very grown up job. Um, I mean, we're obviously very grateful for you guys at the moment for for this reason. But uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what sort of attracted you. Have you got a background in property? Yeah, so actually, initially, I was a letting agent, a bit like many of the, the listeners. Yeah, really? um, yeah, like many of the listeners uh, today. So um, I started off in agency um, and worked for a large franchise business, a corporate and an independent um, and then move from agency into this side of the sector of serving letting agents, predominantly through tenant referencing and insurance services. Um, and from there, um, obviously, uh, progressed through to, to mainly now, obviously, insurance. But, um, you know, Good Lord has a holistic view on our services, right? It's not just you have one role and that's it. We, we have a great, a great team there that communicate, um, you know, through, throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, um, that all share best practice and ideas. So, um, you know, we've got many, many heads around the table making sure that Good Lord works. Is that one of the reasons that you uh, started working with Good Lord because of your experiences as a letting agent? I mean, if you, do you feel like you've taken a lot of that perhaps frustration or, or you know, uh, <laughs> need for services? Did you, is, is that, would you say that that's made up where you are now? So when I first saw Good Lord, I saw it uh, with a view of a different business in mind um, and looking to actually build out a commercial partnership with Good Lord. Um, and the moment I saw the platform, I realised that actually this was kind of the advent of how how a, a, a let should be completed. Um, and we were going back sort of five or six years, or four, four years for me, but five years when I first met met the Good Lord team and the, the platform. Um, and there was nothing out there like it and there still isn't really which is, is still to this day surprises me that there hasn't been that competitive nature in terms of build of, of a platform but what i saw in good because lord was we're, some... in it, we're in an industry of technophobes aren't we really <laughs> well it, it's amazing kate how a, how a small pandemic can mm -hmm. uh, you know rationalize digital yeah. transformation very quickly um Absolutely. so um 
But I saw I saw within the platform, within the business, the opportunity to actually create something that ultimately was completely fresh and new um, and didn't have to work within the, the normal confines of what a let should be, but actually looking to better that process, not only for letting agents and landlords, but also for tenants too. Um, and we live in an age where, you know, as, as all of us have done in the last six months, especially, we've wanted things at our fingertips. We've wanted that service to be immediate, to be transparent and, you know, ultimately not meaning we have to leave the sofa. Now, there's a very good reason right now to not leave the sofa um, in, in the fact the coronavirus uh, outbreak. But before then, in reality, consumers don't want to have to go into the office all the time to speak to letting agents, have to make numerous different phone calls, emails, etc. And back then, I saw the promise in what that platform could be. And indeed, over the last four years, I've been lucky enough, frankly, to, to watch this business grow, to be part of that, but also see how the tech has improved to allow agents to become more streamlined and efficient in that pre-tenancy process. I think you're right. And I think it is a very different world that we're living in. And, um, you know, it's almost catapulted um, a lot of uh, this industry, which I think was a long time coming in a way to the sort of technology that's available. Um, it's like you say, it's a shame it's taken some sort of global pandemic to do that, to get letting agents, you know, using software correctly. But it, it has been certainly a long time coming. I mean, in this country, we are very behind certainly in this industry uh, across the board for, for people using and taking a full advantage of systems like yours mm. but now the last six months they haven't really had a choice how have you seen the consumerism change with your customers I think um, I think as a general point of view I think it's fair to say that we're behind I think within that though there's a segment of agency that are extremely forward-thinking and uh, for a long time understood that they need to continue to innovate their micro market and their proposition to customers in order to be front running within that, that, that small marketplace. So I think, you know, holistically, yes, you're right. I think, you know, there are pockets of agents I and mean, we've had hundreds of customers um, obviously prior to um, uh, coronavirus hitting um, that have all enjoyed good law, that have used good law effectively. I think what the pandemic has done has meant that businesses have been more switched on to digital transformation across the board. And that isn't just um, how do we, you know, get our referencing contracts, payments, insurance products, utilities all in one place and automate that journey. That goes as far as how do we automate every single part of what we do? How do I replace, you know, those three heads um, that I did have that are currently either away sick or on furlough or, um, you know, whatever it may be. And I think what it's meant is that the that letting agents are now more open to change because they've been forced to change in some way because of the pandemic. And, you know, my thinking behind that is if you're going to change a little bit, you probably might as well change a lot and really look at the whole business and, and evaluate whether your business is in a place that, you know, if this happened again, could you compete with the agent next door who has already done that, done that fact finding, already got the tech resources and solutions in place? And the beauty of, of our view of the market was that during the pandemic and during lockdown, obviously encompassing with the rules and regulations at the time, we could still see activity and our agents could still go out and effectively complete business without actually going out. So I think, you know, we really saw the benefit of, of our platform during that period of time. And obviously tenancy volumes dropped an awful lot. There was, there was a lockdown you know, across the country, um, but it really proved out that actually this, this kind of solution has a place in the market. And we've obviously seen interest uh, as a result of that increase dramatically since the lockdown's been lifted. Um, and, you know, I'd like to think now that agents are a lot more open to transforming their businesses digitally, but also understanding that their consumers, their tenants, their landlords 
They want that as well. They don't want to think that actually I've got to lose my, my, my lunch hour break to nip into the office to drop some paperwork off. They don't want to think, you know, how do I make a payment or a phone up and give them the details over, over the phone. They want it in one place. And that's ultimately what Good, Good Law delivers, that, that whole journey in one place under the agent's branding, which, again, is you know, really promoting their business at the same time. I think that's a great point because I think your your consumerism as a whole. So we always talk, you know, business to business. But I think, mm. you know, that, that as a person, as people, we're much more we're much more cautious about uh, spending money. We're much more cautious about our information sharing, as you quite rightly say. Also, that demand for better service is kind of, you know, it's elevated. There's mm. nothing like, you know, the last six months to really sort of make you evaluate life and be a lot more cautious so quite rightly thinking you know let's not just think about the landlords and people who are paying our fees but let's make the whole customer journey better for the tenants and all of that kind of thing and I think you're you're, you're completely right because I think without that companies are going to get left behind because people do want that level of service now it's never ever been more important uh, I don't think in the world as it is now. Yeah, and um, I think we work in a relatively saturated, saturated market, right? There's thousands and thousands of letting agents. So it's, it's again, it's these 1% gains that can really help you stand out from your competitors that, you know, in a, in a challenging market for landlords, um, we'll probably come on to that uh, shortly, but a challenging market for landlords and what has been challenging for the last couple of years, each landlord now is worth more, more than ever before. So, you know, it's these small marginal gains that make your business more efficient, but that customer service, you know, enhancement is key to maintaining and winning winning new landlords. Absolutely. So let me take you back, um, Ollie, to uh, uh, back in, what are we, April, back to April, back to when we all thought the world was fine and we're ticking along, <laughs> you know, the, 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 what do we say, BC, before Corona, has it? Yeah. Been? Um, what, what um, do you remember where you were when the news hit about the lockdown and all of that? And, and what went through your head as obviously, you know, a large business relying on, um, or, you know, its main business to do mm. with people moving house as, as we all are? Um, what kind of went through, you know, good Lord's mind at that point? And what did you then put in place and how quickly to sort of help and serve and obviously deliver to your customers? Um, so we 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 saw that, or we we thought the lockdown was imminent um, a few weeks ahead of it actually being enforced. And I think you know if you remember back to that period of time, there was a bit of a an unknown um, week or two where it's like it feels like we shouldn't be doing this, should we be leaving the house, should we not? There, there was you know not clear direction of we are now locked down. So actually, as a business, we took a remote first um, objective at that stage. So by the time lockdown actually came, um, we were operational. All of our teams were operational remotely. Um, so we didn't have that, I suppose, that instant panic and pivot that maybe other businesses did. Um, I think at the end of the day, when the government comes out and says, you know, you can't move home, um, that's never going to be helpful. And of course, for, for agents or, or um, potential customers uh, or, or indie customers using our tracker on our website, they would have seen the tenancy volumes, you know, really decline very quickly. Um, what that allowed us to do, though, was actually double down on on our investment back into the platform and in terms of the products we're delivering. And, you know, we have a multifaceted product line here. We're not just a tech platform that links the businesses together. We're doing all of the work all in one place. And the benefit of that for the customer is that they're dealing with one company. The challenge is to deliver all those moving parts seamlessly. So whilst tenancy volumes were lower, what we managed to do was reinvest our time from an engineering perspective to, to really invest money and time into the platform itself. Um, invest time in our in our products and our processes, 
Um, and from an insurance perspective, it was extremely challenging time because, of course, um, you know, our main product of choice and agents uh, product of choice at the moment is rent protection. To try and maintain rent protection through that period of time was extremely challenging. And, you know, to the best of my knowledge, we're the only provider to do that throughout this pandemic. Um, and that shows you how hard it was. Um, now, I've, I've a lot of sympathy with all of our competitors because we're all in the same boat, right? The challenge is the same. Um, but for us, that was key because we recognised that ultimately at that point, it's probably where letting agents and animals become the most nervous. And that's where the insurance part of our business really has to step up. And we learned so much in those first couple of months of keeping that product switched on, um, managing claims differently. So depending which area of the business you look at, there was different challenges. Um, and I think most areas, if not all, have had like a seminal moment through this pandemic, one where they've gone, oh, my God, what do we do? Um, and that's probably the same for, for, for our customers and the, and, and the letting agents listening today. Um, so I hope they can sympathize. But I think through that, you learn an awful lot more than you would have done in a normal year. We've definitely learned a lot more about ourselves, about our business, about our customers. And we're taking that forward and applying that logic, um, you know, within the business we present now. That's, uh, yeah, no, and I really want to touch on, obviously, on the insurance side of it in a minute, if you don't mind, because that's obviously, you know, has been and, and continues to be, I think, a really uh, hot topic of the year, as I'm sure, you know, you you understand. Um, mm. But just um, in terms of customer numbers, have you found that you've had more people sign up and join on during this time because it is has been a time for learning and for growth and for reflection and you know we have this horrible fear as an industry of changing providers or yeah. moving systems because we've all done it at some point in our branches and it's been the most unbelievable headache for six seven months or something like that and people put it off don't they mm. have you found that people have used this as a as a time to to perhaps do that I think I think for some people they've been forced to. I think they realised on day one of lockdown that that filing cabinet in the corner of the office, you know, what probably wasn't the best idea. And that's not to say they should have known this was coming around the corner. But in hindsight, you would rather have everything somewhere that you can access and allow your business processes to move forward remotely. Um, we've seen record-breaking numbers of agents joining Good Lord um, in the last year, um, and. We foresee that that trend will continue throughout of this, throughout 2020 into 21. And I think that really comes down to the fact that, um, well, a number of things, actually. I think, one, we are five odd years old now in the market. We're not the new kids in the block. Um, we, have, we have tried, tested um, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of times a day. We're transacting tenancies. So on that basis, I think that allows customers to feel confident in what we're delivering. And I get that because any startup business has that challenge. I think, as we alluded to earlier, the idea of digitally transforming your business is now one that most agents are switched on to because of the challenges that uh, coronavirus has presented. Um, and I also think that the, the marketplace itself is relatively stagnant. I think, you know, whilst a lot of people have been um, challenged by coronavirus in our sector and maybe haven't then pushed forward to progress, we've taken the opportunity to really promote our business, really invest in it um, and try and find um, different ways to connect with customers. And mm. you know, part of that is consistency of service. The other part is just being a bit louder. A bit like saying, you know, we're over here, look, come look at what we've got. And you, know, you mix that with agents being more switched on to change and actually you end up seeing a growing business so certainly we've seen a, a positive effect to something that's been extremely negative for everybody 
Um, and I would hope through that, what we now have is more letting agents um, having a, a pretense process where they don't have to invest loads of time and effort, that their customers are getting a better service. Their work, work balance is a lot more positively driven towards business development and winning more customers rather than pushing paper from side to side. Um, and at the end of that, your customers, your landlords, your tenants are getting a better experience, which is ultimately why we're all here, frankly. Absolutely. So, Ollie, it leads nicely on to the insurance question, um, because of we've we've talked a lot about this at Agent Raymaker to uh, to our members over the, the past sort of, I would say, six weeks or so, because mm. uh, we obviously, as you quite rightly said, and, and I'd like to talk more about that going into the pandemic it was kind of all that the you know landlords and agents had was you know the the assurance that they perhaps had this this insurance you know and i know that people had problems with various companies putting claims through and there was a backlog and then the product mm. was taken off and all that kind of thing how did you guys manage to weather that storm so well because you did and and you know and hats off to you and, and i think it, it's a very very important to be consistent with that but i'd love to know how you got through that when others didn't? So in, in late, late Feb, early March, um, I'll, I'll have the notes in my diary somewhere, but um, I think it was late Feb, early March, we were already suggesting to our, our partners, DAS, that we need to maybe change up the claims process and we need to invest more in, in supporting all the stakeholders in that journey. Because if this were to get worse, actually we foresee real problems in this sector. So we radically changed how our claims process works um, on the basis that we you know, devised a new process that supports tenants, landlords and letting agents all via good lord. So instead of it being, we'll pro process your claim for you in-house, but actually then it goes into the insurer, what it actually meant was good lord was doing an awful lot more. Um, and there's a number of different strings to that bow, but the main one being a direct point of contact with each and every tenant and guarantor and each and every landlord and letting agent that, that needed to, or believed they needed to claim. And that man management almost, and that process management meant that we could get one step ahead and really understand the qualified risk that was in the market. Because I think plenty of insurers have spoke about, you know, claims increasing by six, 700%. Sure, claims, claims have increased. There's no getting away from that. And also costs of claims have increased because of the government action that's been taken. Um, however, there, there are other ways you can support letting agents and landlords in order to understand that risk and either allow it to materialise and pay the claim or indeed support them in, in, in an avenue whereby tenants can actually support themselves and they understand what the next steps of the process are. So I think the first major thing we did was double down on our claims process. Um, and because of that, we managed to very early on prove that that process worked and then it gave more value back to customers. Um, and we're also very lucky to have the partner we have in DAS. DAS are completely bought in to our process and the way we provide the service. We've, we've got an automated claims process as well, which is, I think, as far as I'm aware, completely unique to ourselves. Uh, we've just been nominated or shortlisted for the Insurance Time Awards for Claims Partner of the Year because of that. So we had these things already that really put us one step ahead. And it was just making sure that we are having transparent, open conversations with our insurer and underwriters to make sure that we understood what the actual risk was rather than the reported risk or the hyperbole around the market. Um, and so what does that landscape, uh, landscape look like now? Um, so, you know, in terms of rental guarantee insurance and, and obviously moving forward, because we are looking down the barrel of the end of furlough coming mm -hmm. um, and possibly the uh, you, 
the criteria for you know referencing etc changing not you know we're looking at a different caliber of tenant that's possibly entering the benefit system and that kind of thing i mean we are now officially in a recession has has that changed what does it all look like now if i if i'm coming to the market now with it i think it depends where you look um and i think the, the main the main thing for me is understanding what the benefit of that service is um in comparison to others um, there are still providers switched on, like I say, most paused or stopped, but then returned to the market. Um, but what's materially changed is the benefit of those policies, um, along with the price. And there'll be plenty of, of letting agents listening today that have been through those 24 um, hour um, turnaround calls on price and thinking, well, where's my margin gone? And, and I understand that. And we've tried to keep away from that. So, you know, I give agents three, four weeks notice on any price increase. Indeed, we've managed to limit that as well. But for me, it's really about where the policies are now going, because, you know, on the basis that what we know now to be true as of last Friday, you know, you've got to give a tenant six months notice. Um, and then if they are six months, there's four weeks worth of um, notice thereafter. Um, on the basis of that information, it's our belief that actually pol these policies should pay over a longer period of time than six months. And I think letting agents should be really switched on to what they're displaying to the landlords and what the product actually is giving them that they're getting from their supplier. Because, you know, as a landlord, if I'm told that I've got my rent protected, I think my rent is protected. I don't think it's protected only for six months, which then doesn't even take me up to the finalisation or execution of the, of, of the section. So um, or I don't believe it, you know, where it had a one-month excess, now it's a two-month excess. I, I, I don't understand that as a landlord unless I'm told. And that puts letting agents in a very difficult position, I think. So in terms of where the policies and products are going, I think, you know, we have clarity now over the, the legal process. Um, on the basis the courts reopen on the 20th of September. On that happening, there should be some level of certainty because we understand the parameters. Now, those parameters may enforce change. They may enforce price change, you know, uh, for, for, for some providers, um, depending on how they've set their stall out. But in reality, it's really coming down to the benefits of that policy. And I think we'll still see some adverse effects to that moving towards the end of the year because of, you know, um, the economic um, situation may be changing. Our position is that we have a long-term view. Um, the risk is definitely there. Co the cost of claims has definitely increased. Of course it has, you know, it was two months notice at the start of this, now a six months notice. If the rent's a thousand pounds, you're now paying six grand out, not two at the very least. Definitely, definitely recognize that. And, you know, our prices have increased marginally because of that. But we also believe actually it's not as bad um, as, uh, as, it may be, as we maybe feared two or three months ago. And we continue to monitor that situation. Um, so, in answer to a long-winded answer to my question, I don't know where it leads, given the economic potential change in it back into the year. What I do recognise, though, is that the marketplace isn't as level as it once was. You know, you probably could have gone to two or three providers and had, frankly, quite similar sort of services or policies. That is not the case anymore, and there's some massive gaps um, between certain providers and others that letting agents really need to be focusing on and seeing whether their landlords are getting the best possible service they can. You talk about the obviously the change in the eviction um, and the eviction, the notice period and all that. And that's obviously a, a big change for insurance now. Definitely. Mm. Um, has that affected the product that you are offering? Um, it hasn't affected our, our product. Um, in fact, the, the change and the confirmation that the notice period is for six months and, the, and that notice um, lasts for 10 months um, actually is, is a further benefit. Um, so there's been no material change to our policy in that respect. Um, we've paid claims out from the very start of the pandemic all the way through. Um, we pay out around 98, 98.5% uh, of claims. 
Um, the ones that have declined are for valid reason, i.e. they've not met the policy wording. Um, so we've been paying thousands and thousands of pounds out. And that's exactly what it's there for. It, you know, that should never sound like a um, like a, a bad thing. Uh, that, that's why the policies exist. And that's exactly why they're in the market. Um, I think, you know, one of the things we've been conscious of is that the policy itself, when it comes to the claims process, it has to be robust and it has to be really simple. Um, and again, we will continue to invest in, in, the claims pro, in the claims process to deliver that. But, you know, I'm very proud of what the team have managed to deliver so far to keep that product on, um, to maintain our price when pretty much in relative terms to the rest of the market and to be still paying 12 to 12 months worth of rent. Um, I think, you know, we're, we're in a great place um, and everything's subject to change. I get that. But I think we've got a good handle on where this is going so far um, to, to feel confident in it. I think it's just like you say, it's it's almost a, a re-education for, for not only the landlords, but also for the agents. I mean, having you know run branches myself, um, mm-hmm. it, it was always put in the in the in the camp of additional services, you know, yeah. you upsold a rental guarantee just because you got kind of a kickback and you 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 made some money on it. Whereas now it, it's actually saying to agents, this is not about the the 30, 40 quid that you might make per policy. This is actually safe guarding your portfolio and your, your you know your rent roll probably from you know back end of the year into next year so it's actually becoming a really really important product to have not for you know the the additional services yeah. side, but actually genuinely for for keeping your monthly margins and keeping your rent you know for your landlords and your customers yeah and, and that's the thing that sometimes missed is that it's it's the letting agents monthly margins too of course if the rent's paid then you're getting your commission and and now i know that's obvious to all of our listeners but it's sometimes missed in the cell in terms of yeah. why am i doing this well i'm doing it not just for landlord but also for me um again though it comes down to the type of policy you have um you know the policy benefits are key and i would implore any agent that's using rent protection at the moment i'm not i'm not here to pitch good lord you know that isn't the point of this um, but I would implore any agent out there to get as much information as you possibly can on every single policy out there and put them side by side and understand you know, what the effect of taking A, B or C is on your landlords and also what the effect of not doing so is. Um, I, if I just stay comfy, you know, I've been with my provider for years, they're pretty good, um, but they only pay six months. Well, at month six, you're going to have to com- have a conversation with the landlord to explain to them they're not getting any more rent. And as we know, as of last Friday, that notice has only just expired at month six. Yes. So you, you've got a long way to go then where there's no income whatsoever. So again, I would implore, implore agents to look at policy side by side, do as much research as possible. Um, and there's plenty of misinformation spreading about the place, not only in, in politics, but also in the lettings world, who knew it? Um, and dig into to what other agents are experiencing, you know, and understand exactly how these policies are working. Because the worst thing to do is spend, you know, a lot of money on a product that then doesn't follow through on what you think it's going to do, or indeed doesn't give you the benefits that landlords are expecting. Um, and that is the risk. Whereas before this was an additional product, as you say, you it meant that you had agents quite well versed in these kind of, of, of services and products. We now have a massive agents looking to use these products. And the education piece is key because, you know, like any insurance policy, it works a certain way in line with the wording. And we're certainly very cautious of making sure that when customers are onboarded with us, they understand that wording inside and out. 
And that onboarding, I'm presuming, now happens like this on sort of a platform of digital, virtual, you know, Zoom rooms and all that. Has that impacted or changed you guys at all? Or has that been something you've always done as a, as a digital company? Yeah, Kate, we, we've done this for, for five years. And up until about seven months ago, the hardest thing was to <laughs> get the letting agent on the actual call. So it would normally look a bit like this. We'd have one, one, one hand of the mobile going, right, you click the link on the email and then you'd be typing out and it used to take 20 or 30 minutes just to get them on the call. And we've used different um, Hangouts, Zooms, um, Uber <laughs> conferences over the years. Um, so it's always kind of worked this way for, for the majority of our customers, simply because it's more efficient um, and you can get to, to talk to people very quickly. Um, obviously, it has with the pandemic. Um, you know, as people found you know, themselves speaking to family on a Friday night over these kind of methods, that's become a lot easier. So no real change for us, but definitely we've noticed the benefit in people using this kind of uh, communication tool a lot more. That's good. Um, and I must ask about Flatfare, because uh, you guys have partnered. Is, is that right? Or affiliated or uh, what? tell me the story there. Yeah, so we so we have a platform. Obviously, we have the Google platform that manages all of the pre-tenancy process. Um, and our belief is that um, we should be pretty agnostic in in the levels of services that you get from that platform. We don't have um, any, you know, um, burning desire to own every single part of that. If there's a service out there that we see value in, and more importantly, that our customers see value in then we're more than open to integrating that into the platform. And that's exactly what we did with Flatfare. We had a number of customers um, that were using that service or wanted to use that service. We already had a, a deposit replacement solution on our platform as well. Um, and we, we we tied them into the journey. Uh, we've done a similar thing um, with uh, Reposit in terms of commercial partnership. Um, and we'll continue to, continue to do so. I think you know, ideally what letting agents want, in my mind anyway, is they want to be able to go well, to one place but have choice. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, that journey should be maintained throughout, the, throughout that, uh, that platform as well. You shouldn't have to shoot off to different places all the time. So that's what we're trying to build out with those kind of partnerships. One stop shop, but where you still have the power to decide what you're doing. I think that's, yeah. Yeah, ideally. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, it comes down to, to the provider themselves. Are they open to that? Um, sometimes that's harder than you'd think in terms of getting companies to work together. Um, and it comes down to what the customers want as well. But we're certainly all ears. If people are using different services that they think would benefit our platform or indeed have current partnerships they'd want to bring over, we're definitely all ears to have those conversations. So tell me a little bit about your thoughts on the, the market, um, because obviously we, we've seen it da, 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 you know, up down this year. Yeah. Um, I think we're in a, U, a U-shaped recession, they're calling it, I believe. Um, mm. And obviously we've all, obviously all of us have seen drop in, in obviously uh, business. We're now seeing that rapidly rise, almost at a rate that people can't keep up with. God knows yeah. what's going to happen next. Um, are you speaking to your customers and your agents and trying to get them to use uh, the services that you offer uh, as a kind of a, as a selling tool as a as a, a you know as a, something to gain business uh, and how are you how is that helping how can agents who use you expect to get that help i think um from a market perspective um there's there's most definitely been a boom since lockdown has been lifted um how long that boom lasts i think is is questionable um and i think when you look at the market from a new business perspective for new entrants to the sector, um, i.e. brand new landlords, I think that's a, that's a real tricky 
um, step to take for, for, for individuals. I don't think it's as, as glamorous or indeed as easy uh, as it was once um, once seen. So I think my personal opinion is we're walking to a bit, a bit of the unknown when it comes to 2021 in terms of business growth. In terms of how agents have utilised Good Lord and our products to, to, to do that, that's exactly why we're there. Because on one hand, we allow agents to save a lot of time. You know, all of the administration that they do at the moment is pretty much taken care of from a pre-tenancy perspective within the Good Lord platform. Um, and also we have the, I suppose, the, um, the jewel in our crown of, uh, in terms of product-wise, which is our rent protection policy. Um, and the benefit that that's bringing our customers by paying for 12 months worth of rent, um, you know, standalone legal eviction cover, 75% of payments after vacant possession, um, all these things and an automated claims process at the price point that we're delivering that, that's become a real um, instigator for, for letting agents to use that to pass that service back onto their landlords. And interestingly, landlords are recognising that even when they try to go elsewhere, I don't worry about that, Mr. Agent, I'll, I'll sort it out myself. They simply can't get near what we're providing. Um, and that's been extremely positive um, to see agents taking that product and really running with it to not only further themselves and win new landlords, but ultimately to to get the fee that they they deserve. I mean, we've, this market's a really strange one in the last sort of five, 10 years, right? It's been a, been a race to the bottom on fees, but an increase in service at the same time. And then trying to pander to the new kids in the block every other six months that come up and doing 6% deals. Um, my belief is that, you know, our agents, our good Lord agents, you know, are best placed to charge the most in the market and get the most. Um, and that's because they have the backing of the tech solution, but also the, the products and services that we deliver. And this is the fantastic synergy between Good Lord and Agent Rainmaker, because we, we coach and train on, on, on this, exactly this, know your yeah. worth, know your hourly rate. And it's not, a, it's not a race about fees. And I think, again, the pandemic, if it's given us anything, has, has made people really consider their time and, and their worth and how, you know, we don't just run out and do, you know, 600 viewings a month now. We're actually qualifying people <laughs> and, you know, and cutting the because, you know, we don't want to put people at risk. But why we were never doing that in the first place? I don't know yeah. um, and I think you're right you know it, it's the kind of uh, the quality um, of agents that you guys have and that we have as agent rainmakers that's really caused us to to have this synergy and this partnership uh, moving forward and it, it's 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 an honor to, to work with you guys honestly it is um, and we look forward to doing that more more moving forward definitely Likewise. Um, and, you know, I appreciate from an Agent Rainmaker perspective, the, the forums and the, and the posts, um, you know, uh, <laughs> I've seen some really positive stuff on Good Lord. I've seen some really negative stuff on Good Lord. I love, love all of that because ultimately people are talking and they're sharing best practice. Um, and, you know, I think from an Agent Rainmaker and Good Lord perspective, what we have the ability to do now is give some transparency over what Good Lord actually does, what it delivers and how it actually works. Um, and often with tech solutions, it's a bit of the unknown, but I think that's becoming a lot more transparent. And, you know, my understanding is that our partnership is, is key to that to ensure that your, you know, your members can get the best possible service, but also that they can understand what options there are on the table. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it comes to viewings, it comes to business setup, I've been, um, preaching is probably the right word, preaching for many years with my agent hat on that agents are selling themselves short. Um, and it's very easy to think that we're all here as a public service and we're propping up a, a housing problem, frankly, that's been in situ for the last 20 odd years. Um, in reality, they're individual business owners that add a lot of value to tenants and landlords and they should be charging appropriately and where the legislation obviously uh, allows. Amen to that. Absolutely. I mean, we, we're preaching from the same uh, same hymn sheet. 
Um, that's definitely the Agent Rainmaker mantra. Um, I believe uh, you guys have put a very, very kind uh, Agent Rainmaker exclusive offer in place um, for our members uh, as obviously a welcome to Agent Rainmaker kind of from Good Lord. Um, have you got a little bit of information about that? Yeah, so for any um, Agent Rainmaker member that's looking to join us uh, before the end of September, um, Good Lord will give you the first 20 lets you complete through our platform for free. Um, which gives you an ability to save even more money um, and increase your margins um, at the same time. So um, we'd be delighted to speak to as many uh, members as possible, frankly, to show them what we're about and um, to explain how the platform works and how that can be applied to your business. Um, and also with my insurance hat on, talk to those that are currently using insurance or um, have been using insurance that are looking to compare and contrast different levels of policy and understand how they can potentially save a lot of money, but also increase the service they give to their landlords and, um, you know, those two sort of key conversations will happen early on with that conversation with any customer so they can evaluate us um, from the off. Uh, it's not a long, convoluted process. It's a very quick demonstration and conversation, but it gives us a good chance to understand their business and see how much money we can save them in time. So a demo, uh, no obligation demo or conversation is available for anyone who just might want to ask some questions or have that chat or see what, uh, see what it looks like on the inside. 100%. And I think the beauty of that is that we get to understand um, as much about their business as they do about ours. And that's really important to us because that way we can actually show them how the platform can work for them. So there's a short consultation conversation that goes into a demonstration. If insurance is something they're currently using, then they would have a conversation with one of the insurance team as well to understand how that marries up with their current book of insurance and what the property looks like moving forwards. On from there, it's then open to, to further conversations if they want to progress. But um, we understand that Good Lord isn't for every agent in the, in the land. We get that some agents will have their processes. They have them for many years and they want to stick to them. That's absolutely fine. Um, for the agents that are looking to sort of um, become more streamlined, maybe, and sort of go through that digital transformation um, and, and save money and time, then we're definitely there to have those conversations and support them. Thank you. Well, I, I hope that people get in touch. How can people get in touch with you, Ollie? What's the best way? Best way is through our website. Um, you'll find if you go onto our website, there's a book a demo button that they can click. Um, we'll also be sharing um, uh, details in terms of how you can get, get in touch with our sales team directly via Agent Rainmaker as well. So we can pass those on to you, Kate, um, with Absolutely. confirmation of the offer. I'll get those out there. Ollie, thank you so, so much. That's been really interesting. And I'm sure we will chat more and you'll see more of uh, Ollie as uh, our our uh, affiliation uh, continues but thank you so so much thanks kate it's been a pleasure thanks for your time bye guys thank Cheers you